Hey sisters, welcome to our special Mother's Day episode of Sister Sister. We hope you enjoy. There isn't anything or anyone that I could be, and it just wouldn't feel right. And if I didn't have you by my side, oh, you were there for me to love and care for me when the skies were gray. Whenever I was down. Episode um, today, we have our family just here to shed light on our perspective of Mother Mother's Day, and we just wanted to ask them some questions, and let's just get started, ladies. Yay! So first, who do we have as a guest on the show? We have Ms. Granny. Granny, it's your time. You fucking through yourself. Okay, my name is Joyce Bishop. I'm the grandmother, mother, of these ladies. And my question today is a mother's role. Good job. Okay, Granny, we're gonna let everybody introduce themselves and then we're gonna come back to her to your question. You you gonna answer first, okay? Okay. Alrighty, so next up we have Red. We got Red. Um, I am the aunt, um, daughter. Mother, sister-in-law, mother to Nadia, um, and wife, wife to Nathaniel. Um, I um, yeah. So I joined the circus, but I wasn't <laughs> in here. <laughs> sure did. Voluntarily, don't let her tell you anything other. All right. Next, we have. Without further ado, who do we have next? Kim. Oh, well, my name is Kim Bishop Johnson, and I am the daughter of Joyce Bishop, the sister-in-law of Darisha Bishop, the auntie of Nadia Bishop, and the mother of Brandy and Joyce. The mother! The mother! That's right, Granny. Oh, my God. We are so, so excited to have you guys with us on the podcast. Me and Joy have... Um, oh, I'm sorry, forgot about the most special guest. The last but not least, who else do we have joining us today? Nadia Bishop. I am a cousin, a daughter, and a granddaughter. Yes! What about you? Oh, and a niece. Yo, Tisha getting mad, Nadia. She said you a niece too. I did. <laughs> she said that. My- <laughs> <laughs> and so, <laughs> as you can see, this should be a pretty enjoyable show, everybody. Uh, we have all of the, well, not even all. We have some other ladies in our family, but these are the the cousins. And so Nadia is our cousin. And then uh, we have, is it six of us now? How many of us is it? Grandkids. Six. Yeah, it's six of us. Like, I forget because I was the only one for so very long. I forget, Granny, since I'm the favorite one. And I was, I was the only one for so long. <laughs> and so with that being said we're excited to have all of the ladies um and our well our immediate family joining us just to speak about motherhood um as you guys know this is joy and i's fourth episode 
get into your own you begin to acquire things on, on your own and I was just think I was thinking about this the role of a mother and uh, one of the things that came to mind to me is to love your children unconditional to try to understand them and never give up on them <clears throat> Teach them to have confidence in themselves because if you don't, whoever come along and smile and grin at them, they're going to fall for whatever they say. So you All let right. them know they are somebody. You don't, you don't need outside people to tell you. And also to help protect and, and nurture them. And in doing that, you have to equip your kids with knowledge, skills, abilities to make good and competent uh, um, just in, you know, to help them, to, to let them know, I got your back. Okay? Yeah. I got Amen. you. Back. Good answer. Good answer. And one other thing is, you have to let your kids know when they're wrong. You know, we all sometimes fall short. And we do things that's not pleasing to God or to our family. And so uh, I think a mother and also a father role is to kind of let them know that's you, you, that's not right. That's right. not right. You know, think about it. Try to make better decisions. And really, our role is to guide, to nurture. It's not only to guide and nurture our children, but we can't take over the responsibility from our children. Yeah. They have to raise their kids themselves, but our job is to be, step, to be aside them, yeah. be there to catch them if they should fall. So uh, grandparents have a double role. Yeah. We have a role with our own kids, but we also have a role with our grandkids. We're there to be there for them, not to... The world don't care about you. Okay? okay? And our role is to let them know we care. You got somebody that loves you. You got somebody that got your back. You know, we're, we're there to be, be there for them. And that's that's about all I have to say. Well, Granny, you, you, you said it all, didn't you? <laughs> you said it all. That was so good, 
different and I think that it is so true and indicative of your personality and I can't speak for you as a mother because I'm your granddaughter but I can definitely speak from a granddaughter's point of view and I, I definitely say that you've been those things and so much more and so um, I, you know I'm certainly grateful for that grandmother role and uh, what it's meant to you know to my life Alrighty. Red, you want to answer the same question? Or just kind of give us um, your, you know, your view and where you got your views of motherhood from? Um, I think I got, so my views of motherhood came from uh, initially from my own mother, um, other women in my life who I've watched parent and mother their children. Um, but as I became a mother uh, to my own children, uh, some of those views began to uh, I began to put away some of those views recognizing that they didn't fit in the way I parent or in the way I wanted my children to be parented and raised um, being mindful that <clears throat> ultimately uh, God's word uh, teaches us how to parent and what that's supposed to look like um, and uh, but I think the role of a mother is to uh, to guide and to direct, um, protect, and provide um, a stable um, environment for <clears throat> her children, um, and to be mindful that sometimes that means protecting them from protecting them from others, and sometimes protecting them from themselves. Um, and I think for each child that looks different. Um, parenting is not a one size fits all. Um, mothering doesn't look the same for each child. We have to um, basically <laughs> uh, kind of find the, the style that fits each child in order to uh, rear them in the way that they're supposed to um, flourish and grow. This is getting weird over here. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're 100% right. Granny want to blow kisses. She won't kisses, y'all. She will She love her grandkids. And she has not gotten us, you know, we got the corona going on. And Granny used to get to visit her grandbabies more often than she has. So she's seeing Nadia's face on the Zoom call. And she cannot sit still. She got to do all the blow kisses, y'all. Oh, my goodness. Granny. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still. Granny, if you, you <laughs> they're not going to let you come back on the podcast. You act up. <laughs> the producers, I joy, she's a stickler. <laughs> but no, that's, I think that's 100% right. Exactly what you and Granny, you know, I think that you both had a lot of interlocking views as far as being able to give guidance. And I think that that's one thing at least from my point of view, Joy, you share from your point of view, I think that um, generationally, that's something that has been lacking. My generation of women, you know, my peers, I see like a lack of guidance. And, uh, you know, and, and because they lack guidance, maybe sometimes from their mothers or, you know, whoever was supposed to guide them in their lives, they also have this lack of understanding that sometimes you need to sit up under somebody, you know. It's this sense of entitlement, like I should be able to do what I want and I should be able to have what I want. And I think that having you ladies in my life has, you know, taught me 
the importance of not knowing everything and being okay with not knowing because you can learn stuff that you don't know, you know? And so I think that um, that for me has been great. But Joy, what do you think about your kind of age group? Do you see that they have been able to take on the guidance that was maybe passed on to them from their parents? I would say so, some of them, just depending on their home lives and their situations. But I feel like with my generation, there's just like, um, just in, in acknowledging the difference between my generation and your generation, I feel like we're more, what's the word? We're more willing to go out and get dirty and do things and protest and, you know, just fight for a change. If something is wrong, we want to do something. Okay. You know, we just don't sit and let it right. happen. That makes sense. A lot so of they got guidance, but they're looking for change, too. Yeah. Okay. So it's like they got guidance, but they're looking for change. So I will say, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm so excited. Thank you, ladies, so much for sharing your views on motherhood. And you guys are both such excellent mothers. Um, and now we have Joy and Nadia are going to share their views on you know what it means to be a daughter and kind of because i think that's an interesting role as well and um just like motherhood does not necessarily come with a a, um, a toolkit or a abc guideline on how to do it um being a daughter doesn't either so i thought it would be a good perspective just to get them to share um you know kind of what it means to be a daughter from their point of view you want to go first nana Um, I think like being a daughter is basically like having someone to help you that kind of understands what you're going through most of the time. So it's like having someone that already knows so you can already like you can learn from their experiences. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I do. I like that a lot because it's true. Because I think more than anybody else, you know what your mom is going through. You know, y'all at the house together. You know what she needs help with. And so, do you think that it was any particular thing or person that taught you how to be a daughter? Or do you think that you just kind of grow and learn that as you go? I think it's like a growing and learning as you go type of thing. Because it depends on like how you learn that makes you the type of daughter that you are. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Do you think that, because, see, me and Joy is just us, and then y'all have three girls in y'all, your family, your immediate family, um, so you have two sisters. Do you think that you are all different kinds of daughters? Yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so, so it probably has to do with your personalities, huh? Yes. What's an example of being a, the all different kind of daughters? Like, Noelle's very how you say, like, <laughs> yeah, she's very girly. Nehemiah is very, like, funny. She likes to goof around and stuff. Then I just she's a, She likes to read. Yeah. Yeah, she's a good reader, good learner. Yeah. And I, I think just that... Yeah, well, and you know what, Nadia, it's funny because me and your dad joke a lot, and people... And Granny's not gonna like this, but people can say what they want about having favorites in the family. Nadia is my favorite cousin, and it's because me and her can relate. Being a big sister is a different role. Would you agree, Nadia, from your other sisters? <clears throat> do you think being a big sister is different? 
Yeah, definitely different than that. Yeah, being the, your, your, your mom first girl, it, it makes a difference. I mean, I think that, of course, you have an older brother, Nate, and Nate plays a role as a big brother, but I think being the oldest girl in the family plays a, a, an important role because that even bonds you with your mother in a different way. Yeah? Yeah, because when, like, because before when I didn't have sisters, I didn't really have to, like, worry about someone coming after me and worrying about what I had to show them and what I had to help them with. But since I do have sisters, it's more of a I need to be a better role model for them. I need to do this for them. I need to help them. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's right. That's good, Nadia. That's good. Big sisters got to stick together. I don't care if nobody's saying, Nadia, you're my favorite. Oh, my goodness. Alright, Joe, you want to share your views? Um, I'm guessing for me, um, I would say that the role of a daughter um, is similar to what Nadia said in the beginning is that like you're you're supposed to look at your mother um, for guidance, somebody to just help you through the hard times, just help you um, just find your way through life. Somebody um, that is just supposed to love you unconditionally despite your mistakes, despite the um, the things that you go through, I think that's um, important. And as a daughter, I feel like you're supposed to be open to taking that love. You, you learn to be open to observe the things that they do. Um, and so for me, I just learned how to be a daughter just by observing my mother, by also observing my sister too, because you do take on that motherly, <laughs> that motherly role. But also for me, like it was kind of like a biblical thing too. Mm-hmm. I think just reading the Bible and just um, seeing what it says about you, you need to listen to your parents. You know, oh, um, they need you need to obey them. You need to um, just respect them mm-hmm. as your parents. You know, I think that played a, a key role mm-hmm. for me in learning how to be a daughter. I think so for me as a daughter Mm -hmm. as I look at you and mom you as my guardian and mom as my mother Mm -hmm. I respect both of you Mm -hmm. despite anything so yeah I think that yeah that that's really good Joe that is true I think that the biblical aspect definitely um is 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 really necessary um when it comes to allowing yourself to um be parented because you you know yeah. being parented sometimes can it can almost it's literally very visible of our relationship with Christ where parents tell us to do stuff and sometimes we don't know like well what's the reason and so but we have to be obedient just like with Christ like he tells us to do things like okay go here do this and when we don't have all the answers sometimes we'll use that as an excuse not to do and so uh, you know that that is you know very parallel to that relationship and I think you made a really good point too about being open and that really challenged me um, because parents, uh, they don't have uh, an outline of this thing. They don't have a, a handbook. Besides the Bible, of course, you know, which is our handbook for life. But like when it comes to just like a, a book that says this is exactly the way you should be a mother, you know, there is not one of those out there. So I think that that is super important that 
as daughters that we're open. And I can't say I've always been open. So that's that's a really good point. Just to allow parents to make mistakes, allow them to learn yeah. because they're growing and learning just like we are. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the point I want to Good job, Nana. <laughs> All right. So let's, oh, let's jump into the, the last question. Yeah. Let's jump into our last question. So this question is for Brandy and Kim. Can the relationship be fixed if it's broken? So, Mom, you're supposed to answer first. Okay. Well, after I had got the uh, the outline and I had did some reading, I had wanted to uh, do a poem and share. But in my reading, I had found this information that was actually located at the beginning of the book. And I want to share that before I get off into my story. It says, um, mother and daughter relationships are complex because the daughters looks to her mother as a role model of what a woman is. And she grows up and sees other women who live their lives differently. She chooses between imitating her mother or other significant influences in her life. As an adolescent, she may come to look down on her mother and think that other women are much better. Of course, she is not a fully grown woman, so she does not understand the challenges and choices that her mother faces. It is only when she herself becomes a woman that she can fully appreciate her mother. Um, can a relationship be prepared? It all depends on how important that relationship is to you. If you're willing to do what's needed to do to fix the relationship. Um, I give an example of my favorite coffee cup. Um, it fell and broke. Because I love that particular coffee cup and the way it makes me feel in the morning when I see the picture on it, I took the time to get the crazy glue and try to glue the cup back together. Now, I might not use the coffee cup as often as I used to because, you know, now it has uh, some damage to it. But because it holds such a, uh, a valuable place in my heart of how it makes me feel in the morning, um, how it gives me just the right amount of coffee um, when I drink it, um, it's my favorite cup. So I'm going to take care of that. Otherwise, if it wasn't my favorite cup and it fell, I might just throw it away and try to go buy something new, you know? And so with a mother and daughter relationship, um, I don't know about the brokenness as much as the relationship changes. A relationship that changes. And so, yes, can a relationship be fixed? Yes. It all depends on how important the relationship is to you. But a mother and daughter relationship, especially to the point that is worth uh, working for, fighting for, but it's uh, ever changing. It's ever evolving. I think that's good. I totally agree. Mama, make sure you send us um, where we read that from the beginning. You said that was from a book. Um, this was from familyfriendspoems.com. That was my source. 
okay. Send it to us so we can make sure we share it on um, the social media because I really like that. I thought that was uh, really good. Um, yeah, so I think that the result, so one, the reason why I chose this question for me and you to answer, it's just that the trajectory of the podcast, we're hoping to just shed light on me and Joy's story on sisterhood in general. Uh, and just uh, the fact of, you know, becoming transparent and, you know, uh, really identifying with the ways that, how does me and Joy get to the place where we're able to reflect and say, uh, you know, this is what we know work, you know? And so I think that being your relationship um, has been one of the hardest relationships for me. And I think that you would probably say the same for you, um, that we have had, some hard times, you know, we've had some hard times and the, the craziest part and the part that I think is the funniest is it's not that either one of us are bad people or really in the general sense to other people on the outside are hard to get along with. Um, you are really easy to get along with, you're a funny person, a lot of people really enjoy your personality, um, you have so many great qualities and I think for the most part you would say the same about me and so it's not that we're just like, bad people it's just that we just had a hard time you know uh, getting along at, at times in our life and so I think that the, the good part of what you said um, and, and that was a true challenge for me is identifying with the fact that at, when you're young you don't realize the decisions that your parents have to make you know um, and as you get older you can kind of identify with your parents not necessarily for uh, what they didn't do right for what they did for what they did not for what they did wrong but for what they did right and so I think that in my adolescence especially in my teenage years um, if you were to ask me questions about my mother I would mostly identify and say oh well, she didn't do this or she didn't do that um, but now as an adult woman I'm able to see what, what, you know, what did she do what ways did she provide for us what ways did she take care of me and joy and um, that came with a great deal of forgiveness and healing and I think that like you said that relationship can be repaired uh, right. like you can recall if you put the time into it but uh, um, that time looks like forgiveness that time looks like healing and that time literally looks like time because I think that we are probably in a better place would you say than we've been in a lot of years right 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 but then i can understand that coming from my point of view you know i love my mother more now than i have ever loved her you know growing up as a teenager you know i didn't like her or dad much at all but now that i'm older and a lot of things that she told me and taught me has come to pass have uh, made me realize just how why she was at that time and now you know, so yeah. Can I speak to something, Brandy? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, Kim was just talking about uh, being of age. You know, she's a woman of much age. Many, many years. <laughs> and she gets to uh, now. She she understands some of the. Uh, things that her mom did that as a child she did not understand it. Um, she's come to recognize, you know, she uh, her mom did the best she could parenting because that's what she knew and what she had to work with. And I'm on the flip side of that. My mom died when I was 17. Now I'm raising my own kids as a 
uh, woman who's 38 and sometimes I think like you know what would my mom have done in this situation or how would she have dealt with that and so on the flip side of that like I wish I had that those memories to think back like I mean there are some memories that I have but even her parenting me as an adult like those are things that I wish I had um or so I, maybe I wish I had some opportunity to to fix or um evolve in that relationship that she and I um had but because of her passing I didn't get to um I haven't gotten I could I cannot do that right now yeah I think that's a really important point Rick that's parenting from that that's you are being a mother from a different part, you know, a different motherhood perspective. You know, a perspective where, like you said, your mother passed away at 17, and so you are parenting from a perspective where you might not have had, like, you know, when I you turn 17, and, and and that might be after that, you know, because what do we do? Because <laughs> that's the, you know, that's kind of the last portion that you would necessarily maybe have shared with your mother. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think that that's a really, really good point. Um, if those memories, be them bad or good, making sure that we do cherish them to some some degree, but some people mm-hmm. don't have those. Granny, what about you? I I know that in my joy, I think I might be the only grandchild that ever got to meet both of my great grandparents. I got to you are you are yeah. So yeah. I have that unique uh kind, of, and I love both my great grandmas because they spoiled me, and so I love that. Can't nobody argue with that. <laughs> and so I remember uh, my most of my memories of your mother are of me sitting in her lap. <laughs> and um, uh, your brother, uh, Uncle Bebe, bringing me Choco Tacos to eat while I sat in her lap. <laughs> and so um, I just remember her lap being super comfortable and feeling super safe with her. Um, but how old were you when your mother passed away? Oh, God. I was 40. What, 46, 47, 46? Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And and so, I mean, that that was a while ago, but I'm sure that you still remember that experience. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then, Grant, how many siblings do you have? I uh, had uh, two sisters and two brothers. I was was, uh, the middle girl. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. So yeah, I think that um, those are really good perspectives <clears throat> of parents because, like I said, I I remember both my great grandparents, and I know that that's not something that the other grandkids will get, but I, I definitely thank God for that. Um, and I can remember, you know, them being having very distinct personalities, very different personalities, but really strong women, and you know, in in and of themselves. Yep. Um, and I'm sure. You know, I was thinking about this the other day, and I think that it kind of helps to sum this up before we get into our game, is, you know, I have been challenged earlier this year with the thought that, um, you know, some things that are happening, like, you know, I just want the women in my family to be closer. Like, I just have felt burdened with that by the Lord. Like, I want us to be close because um, I just see women in the world as not loving each other. Like they don't support each other. And I just have looked back at my family and I'm like, that's how I got here. Like these women supported me, they loved on me. And I feel like the reason why I am able to do the things that I do is because I have gotten literally the best parts of all of the women in my family. And with that, I, you know, I couldn't understand like, okay, what does that look like and what does that mean? And I really think it's generational. So. 
you know, great my great grandparents, they like Red said, they did their very best. And so then grandma did her very best. And then so, you know, Red and Mama and you guys doing your very best, that then of course leads the rest of us to continue that. And I think that before I thought, oh well, we wasn't doing well, no, we were. We were just doing our very best. And if each generation does that, um, as women and then as mothers. There go my other child, Gucci. Uh, but if we do that as women and as mothers, I think that we pass that down to the next generation. And I think that that's the gap that needs to be filled. It's just doing our very best, you know, and being un- unapologetically like who we are and allowing the younger women to see that. I think that my mom and my grandma are really good testament to that is that they never told me that they were perfect. They just allow me to see their flaws in, in, in hopes that I would make better decisions or tell them like, hey, this is what I did um, and you, you need to make a decision, you know, do you want to do better than that? And I think that me and Joy have both been able to look at the women in our family and get the best parts of them and what they did do right. But then also, um, because you guys have been so transparent and the things that you might not have done right, it has allowed us to make good decisions and say, hey, you know, this is what we want to do better. And I hope that that, of course, then continues down generations, that we just become stronger as women in our family. What you think, Joe? I agree. Yeah? I think just from here, you know, we up. You know? <laughs> we up from here. That wasn't but I just think like um, as we continue to have these conversations to get to know you know one another on a deeper level I yeah. think it's just gonna help you know trickle down to my children or like just the generations to come yeah. so I think this is a, a a good start yeah definitely just being vulnerable with each other and loving on each other any last words anything else that you guys want to share or anything else that kind of came up as we went through the questions? Um, I just wanted to say that I think a mother and daughter relationship is one of the most important relationships that God uh, put together, that he created. And I appreciate the relationship uh, with my daughters, but then I also look to the sisterhood that I have with my um, sister-in-law. You know, so um, and I try to be mindful of that that sisterhood, and um, and try to encourage her as she in her motherhood, as she encourages me in my motherhood. So that's good. That's good. Um, I think uh, the relationship between a mother and a daughter is uh, ultimately should be our um, our view on how to treat other women. You know, how to straighten other women's crowns how to encourage other women how to build other women up and um how to uh just uh exist with other women because if you can exist in the same household with another woman for many years i do think that you can go out and exist with with other women and build them up and you know and encourage them in ways that i think it gives us a strength that we didn't know we had because we're as women we just all have this fire inside of us and so to have to that aren't in a sense iron sharpens iron so as I'm growing and I'm sharpening her and and one day you know she begins to grow and blossom she can begin to uh, 
take that out into the world and sharpen somebody else is what my goal is with, with this one here and, and these other two over here. So, yeah. yeah. I love that, Red. Red, you got any parting words for the girls? No, I think I am. Uh... I think you served them up properly, Granny. I just want to make sure. You did give them a part. Gave the girls what they need. Nadia, you don't want no parting words for the young ladies? Okay, you might be the only reason they look at this. Like, do we just like understand where they're coming from in situations? Oh, and not always just automatically assume that it's a tax Yeah, that's good. That's good for the young, like for moms to know. Let's go. I mean, we ain't gonna speak because I know Joy will ask because that's gonna be a fun game. But that's good, Nadia. So speak to the mothers on that. So you think? Because well, how old are you now? Like seventeen. Uh, <laughs> you look sensitive. I don't really know how old you are to say. I'm 12. Okay. And so 12, your middle school, that can be, you know, a hard time or it can be a different time. It's a lot of changes that happen around middle school time. And so what are, do you think are some of the challenges for daughters that are in middle school? And what are some ways that moms can um, kind of help them with some of those challenges? I think for me, it's just like, the fact that listening is key mm. and to just not always um, try to make the situation better by telling them what they could have done right. rather than trying to comfort them on what they did do. That's good. Oh, that's, that's a good, that's a good. Now, baby, that'll preach. Now you got to worry about that because that'll preach all day. Yeah. That was good, Nana. And so mothers just being more conscious of the need for you guys to be heard. You know? Yeah. I love that. I love that. That's a good way to end, honey. Yeah. And then mama wanna show y'all, my mother has a dog. The dog's name is Gucci. Um <laughs> the dog is alive. The family dog. <laughs> that is our yeah, crazy. This is our family dog. Gucci is a lot. <laughs> she a lot to handle. Uh mama, what kind of dog is Gucci? She a, she a mix of a lot of stuff right now. No, she's a chihuahua Datsun mix. Yeah, so Gucci is about, she look like a hot dog, but she thinks she a Rockweiler. <laughs> so it's a lot. <laughs> and she also getting a little older, so y'all pray for my mother because it just dog pass on this May the 12th. Gucci birthday is next week. She'll be 11. And mama, she accepted okay. milk bones and chew toys. <laughs> How big is the birthday party going to be, mama? Cash that's, out. We take cash that's out. That's birthday. When is the rest of our birthday? <laughs> <laughs> she don't know, Granny. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she don't know. She don't know who's the birthday party though. I only know the dog. She only knows the dog's birthday. That's the only birthday party. <laughs> that and then I think Noelle's. Is Noelle's birthday party birthday close to Yeah, because Noelle and Gucci have joint birthday parties, okay? Yes. Well, thank you, ladies, so, so much. JoJo, we're going to um, play, you know, last five minutes or so, play a game. Um, we're going to ask, JoJo's going to ask her some questions, ladies. And we are going to say who we think is the most likely or who this, whose personality does this particular statement Um 
point out? Like, who 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 do we think would do this thing? So, Jojo, you give us some, and we'll uh, answer candidly. <laughs> okay. Well, the first question is, who is most likely to forget birthdays or anniversaries? See, this is the thing. No, Brandy and Joy. Brandy and Joy. No. We always got to call it a mind now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, but that's what. Yeah. Brandy and Joy. I forget everything. I have But I do want to point out that Brandy always forgets her anniversary. Also, she lives very long and most of us do long, but she always forgets her anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, oh so that's true. Enjoy going to take the air on that. <laughs> okay, who is most likely to be impatient? Oh. Grandma. Granny. Yes, Granny. <laughs> Granny. That might be you, Granny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, if you're going to do it, do it. <laughs> okay. All right, okay. Yeah, that's right. those be right. worse to live by. Those be worse to live by. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Who is most likely to always be happy? Always mama mama happy all pretty much all the time. She is. You think so? pretty happy? I I am I'm gonna say Kim. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll take that. I'll take that one. Yeah, I I'll take yeah. <laughs> okay. that. Who is most likely to skydive? Out of all of us? Yeah. Nadia. 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 Nemo. Nadia said that. Nadia. 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 All of us is the no. Okay, next year. Who is most likely? <laughs> who is most likely to cry in a sad movie? Oh goodness, Mama. Yeah, that would be me. Kim. Oh, okay, yeah, Sensitive, so mm -hmm. uh, that's what it is. All right, well, I'll just be like you're a crybaby. So, who is most likely to be a drama queen? I think Kim, 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 well, you know you really the drop <laughs>
Don't be like, uh, this is a Mother's Day podcast. That's for another day. Don't be Yeah. Thanks, Mom. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Yes, She's gonna need that stimulus check, Brandy. She need that stimulus check. Brandy, your granny trying to secure the bag. You trying to secure? You know, Brandy, she was securing bags before they when they was tapered, before they made it. Well, we love y'all so, so very much. We thank y'all so much for y'all time and for being a part of our sisterhood, for teaching us what sisterhood looks like and what it feels like. Um, yeah, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, checking in with us. We hope that your Mother's Day is as great as ours, and we pray that as you share this time with your family, um, like you know, like my mom mentioned, you never know what might happen. So make sure that on this Mother's Day, even if you can't meet with your mom, make sure you something special just to let her know that you care Thank you okay and let, let me say one thing oh, my uh mother's day depends on you yeah. you 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 and you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. with the corona is gonna be a little hey guys don't forget to follow us on instagram at underscore sister underscore sister follow us on twitter at sister sister one Follow us on Facebook at Sister Sister and add us on Snapchat at Sister underscore Sister One. Bye.